0: This is Matchalava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava and it is Sunday. So we are into our third week of 2021, and it's been pretty interesting to start the year. There's been some ups, some downs. We've seen a lot of different items come up in the, just the beginning of the year. A lot of different releases that we have had just to close out 2020, and then moving into 2021, we've had a couple higher-end releases, mainly the the Jordan 1 Volt Golds so were probably the biggest one this year. It's not really that highly desirable of a release, but definitely some profit to be made on that release that happened last week, and then yesterday we had the Jordan 13 Starfish, and... Nothing that that good about that shoe for resale purposes. I did see somebody on Twitter that checked out like 1,200 pairs of those things. So obviously somebody knows what they're doing, or that guy is screwed and just stuck with a lot of bricks. But either way, I'm I'm happy to see what's going on in the upcoming weeks ahead. We do have a lot of really, really good sneakers coming out. I'm going to probably have to do an episode on some of the upcoming ones for this week and what my thoughts are on them, but we do have just over the next course of the rest of the month and then into next month, some really highly profitable sneakers coming out. So I am excited about that and then just excited to learn. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know about reselling that I don't know about just kind of investing in business stuff altogether. So trying to kind of put some of those systems in place, like I talked about a few episodes ago, is kind of what my focus is going to be for this year, at least the beginning part. Because if I can get that down, that's kind of like a hopefully a one-time thing that, I re- that requires obviously maintenance and trying to reform and stuff, but at least having them in place should save me some time. So that's what I'll be focusing on, but I've just been doing a lot of episodes near the beginning of the year as to what you should do when you get started on eBay or Mercari or Poshmark or wherever you're going to be selling. And I think that's important because there's a lot of people that have never sold before on any of those platforms. So maybe you're new, maybe you've been following this podcast or another podcast or just reselling in general and you're looking to make some money this year and you don't really know what to do and you've started selling on eBay. Maybe you're just super new and you started selling on eBay or maybe you have sold on eBay or Mercari or Poshmark or any of these platforms. And you wanna you wanna ratchet it up a little bit, and you wanna actually start making some decent income off of this, so that you can use it for whatever you need—groceries, or some sort of a trip, or some sort of a gift, whatever it may be. You wanna make more money. So, what I've been trying to think about is what are some of the things that bothered me as a new reseller? What are the things that I just felt I wish if I had just known this, uh, I would be so much farther ahead. Because when you're new, you feel like you don't know anything, and In a way, I really didn't. There was a lot of different things that I could have really used the information for. And trying to find some of those things was really the difficult part. I didn't realize there was a whole kind of sphere of people on Instagram and Twitter dedicated to just reselling. And I luckily found them um, through Twitter and then got on Instagram and started finding people that way. Then YouTube, I found Reezy Resells and kind of just trickled down from there to some of the guests that he had that was a lot of people that I learned from just watching what they were doing on a daily basis and stuff. So as I'm looking at that, one of the biggest things that I had learned early on is the importance of having white backgrounds. And there's a lot of debate on this within like the reselling community. I think for some reason there is. You don't see it that often, but if somebody says something about it, you usually have people like on one half saying you need white backgrounds, people on the other half saying you don't. I'm more over here. I don't really think that you need to have white backgrounds. I think that eBay likes it, but I don't think that buyers necessarily do. And so that's kind of the the trade-off for me. I think the eBay algorithm appreciates white backgrounds. I don't think buyers really feel like it's legitimate enough. If you see a pair of shoes with a white background, and you can kind of see it, you know, shoddily cropped out with the background not there, but the shoes are there, and clearly they weren't taken in like a light box or something, but you know that somebody just used a background remove tool. It doesn't really look that good to me. I think it looks chintzy. I think it doesn't look good, but eBay prefers white backgrounds. So what do you do? And that's been a big debate for me just going back and forth trying to figure out. But as I watched PlayStation sales in Q4, a few things stood out to me that I would like to talk about because that's one of the biggest things for me is trying to learn from the things that I see as they as they happen. And so one thing about PlayStations is that there was a massive amount of sales. I think if you type in PlayStation 5 disk edition on eBay and hit sold, filter by sold, you'll see like 52,000 results. That's an insane number. And like, that's that's a crazy number of sales. That's, that's a very, very high number of sales for an item for it to keep a high price point. So when I went and looked through those, one thing I noticed is that nobody used white backgrounds. There was few and far between white backgrounds. And the ones that were selling the best, for whatever reason, had several PlayStations in the photo. Now, I'm not going to say use that. I think that that's bad. Because what you end up doing is I think that it allows the possibility for a buyer to creep in and say, hey, I thought I was getting three PlayStations, the person only sent me one, and then they end up doing something where they get their money back. I don't do that. Plus, it really doesn't sit well with people. But I did see a lot of people just posting it like on their hardwood floor or up next to a wall, and they were selling well. And And if you think about why, it's legitimate. You feel more comfortable buying from somebody that's putting it in a position it looks good, the picture looks clean, but it doesn't look like it was some weird background removal tool or something. It's just, it feels better to me and I figure it feels better to the buyer because it clearly didn't matter whenever they were buying those. And That's a bit of a an off example because I get PlayStations were super, super in demand, but you look across the board at some of the bigger sneaker sellers and stuff, some of them use in life real photos without a background removal, without a light box, just put them up next to their sneaker boxes and they take a photo. And I think that that's the best way to do it. I think that that's really the best way to go about it. Now, you may run into people, you will run into people that say, well, eBay prefers white backgrounds. What about that? I necessarily, I I think that they do because they clearly say it. The other thing that I'm wondering though is how many people are converting off of those white backgrounds versus other backgrounds. And I don't know. But for me personally, what I found out is somebody had told me, I think it was in Pure Russell Podcast I was listening to, And maybe somebody mentioned it to me on Instagram. If you take the photo, the cover photo, and just do a white border on it. So, like, I use, like, the paint app on my computer and literally just draw, like, a white square around the photo on the edges. And put, like, just make it white so that there's a white border around the photo. eBay's algorithm only, like, can pick up, I think, the edges. So, as long as it picks up this white on the edges, it figures the whole background's white. So, you kind of get the best of both worlds. And I do that sometimes. And it seems to work pretty well. You don't want it to look weird, you don't want it to look like you did something weird to the photo and the buyer's like what the heck's going on here. But I just do it thin enough that it's barely noticeable to the buyer, but it's noticeable to eBay's algorithm and I think that it works. I haven't it doesn't tell me you need a white background or you don't need a white background. So there's no way to f- officially tell, but it makes sense. I you if you're thinking about how eBay would scan the photo, they're not going to be able to look at every pixel on the photo compared to the actual item and try and compare whether or not it's it's a completely white background. They would have to like, probably if I was going to do it, I'd come in from the edges a little bit to tell if the background is is white on the edges, and that'd probably be it because there may be some things you could do, but you don't know how much of the photo is going to be the item versus how much is going to be the background. So you figure if the edges are white, they're probably going to put the item in the center of the photo, so that'd probably be a good way to tell if the background is completely white. So I've been doing that. I've enjoyed that method a good bit. It does take a little bit of time, but it's only for items that I'm really, really trying to get sold quickly and that I'm concerned are going to sit for a while that I don't want to sit. If I want them to move, I'll just end up doing the like small square around the border of the photo in white. And then the other thing I do is I do put a 1% promotion on it. And it it's like it's gold. I think that it's a great idea. I promote a lot of my items at at just like 1% and it's a great way to get a little bit of an edge because you realize there's probably like out of everybody that lists on eBay per listing, like per type of listing. So if you're trying to sell a pair of Jordan ones, your colorway, probably there's only like four or five people that are promoting. It seems like there's, I mean, there may be more, but it only shows whenever I scroll through the top, like five or six that say promoted. And so if you're able to promote, you're able to use a good listing, you're able to use good keywords, and then obviously use good um, item specifics inside the actual thing itself, the actual listing, and you promote at 1% and use a photo with a white edge or a white background, whatever you prefer, I think you're golden. I, I don't know what else you'd be able to do to get ranked near the top other than what i just laid out and if you don't do that it, like like there's something wrong like either ebay is not favoring your account because i don't know you you have like negative feedback or or something but other than that that's like my tip like if you're going to get ranked near the top good title that lists item brand then the item then the size then the color then whether it's new or used and then i always put free shipping at the end cuz i free ship almost all of my items and then good item specifics and putting Uh, decently like really like quick description in Uh, pictures pictures just put like either a white background or a white border on your background and then promoting at one percent there really isn't anything else eBay could do that you could do for eBay to make them think that you're trying to do a good job and that they would they would want you to do outside of that so and free returns that's another big one but those are my things I mean if you're doing photos and you're concerned about I don't think my photos are good enough or stuff like that Don't be necessarily concerned about that. The best thing you can do for photos is natural lighting and either a white background or or some sort of like pattern background like a hardwood floor or some sort of just like wood in the background at all or maybe like a very, very light brick kind of pattern behind it. That's what I do. I actually... I went on amazon it's called contact paper and you can get it's basically like wallpaper they make it in all different patterns and stuff i bought contact paper for a like a wooden background that you would put wallpaper your your walls or whatever you want to wallpaper with and then it's basically like a giant sticker so i bought some foam board and just put it all over the foam board and it's basically like it's it looks like wood but it's a lot lighter to pick up than wood and it's easier to transport and stuff so that's what i do It's pretty nice. It works really well. I think that it looks cleaner. I think that a wooden background looks significantly cleaner than any other background that you'll use. And you see a lot of big sellers also use wooden backgrounds. So I tend to think that they sell better. If I find a picture with a wooden background, I'll try to emulate that just because I think that it sells better. I've seen them sell quicker for me in the past. So, and I think it just looks clean, but also a little bit professional, but also like real. Like the person's not just trying to scam you or something. You actually, they have it. Like it's, I don't know. It just kind of feels like it's more real to me and still clean and professional looking with a wooden background. But that's kind of my take on photos. That's what I would have told myself if I was starting out today and I didn't know anything about taking photos. Just, you know, be calm about it. Go and look, get some natural lighting. If you don't have great lighting, get some... uh, contact paper and a foam board probably like 10 bucks total if even that and then just take your photos up next to that you should be good if you have clothing and stuff I mean I've used a sheet or I've used just the carpeting and just take it under natural lighting you look pretty good with that you should be good to go with that kind of a setup but that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. If you guys do want to just go over to the Apple Podcast app, leave me a five-star review, and then throw any questions you have in there. I'd love to answer them on the podcast. Also, find me on Instagram, and hit me up if you have any questions. I, I try and post like daily on there, but if you have any questions or whatever, just shoot me a DM. I'll do my best to get back to you. So that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Sunday, and I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.